there's a cute picture of my family. That's nice. Some amazing books on the bookshelf. Um, I could. Ah. Do you? Do I need one? I don't get a clap. I. I mean, everybody else clapped. I. Oh, I'm getting an, I'm getting an emergency alert on my telephone. Uh, is it over my clap? Do they know I didn't clap? Officer oh my god! Randy Lee, alright, so there's an officer injured. Breaking news, listeners. An emergency alert. An officer I clap. Breaking news. Welcome to the It Is Nigh podcast. We got a very special guest today. It's a Mr. Joe Bean joining Harrison, who's recording mobily on his phone today. I'm also recording this little intro independently of uh, of the rest of the pod because, of course, when I have no time to do anything is when the audio is going to say, hey, what if the first six minutes of your audio were unusable? The good news is Joe and Harrison did most of the talking during the first six minutes, but I'll be jumping in with some hilarious little, I said something along these lines, sort of lines here and there. So uh, what do y'all think about us starting off today by talking about Kyle Rittenhouse? Hmm? I think that's a lovely place to start. Oh, on a spe- yeah. Especially since uh, Joe was not here last week to discuss. And I'm pretty sure I say something about his beautiful letter slash poem that Joe read to us last week. Um, Which, if you haven't heard that, by the way, you got to go back and listen to last week's episode. It is the best thing written about Kyle Rittenhouse anywhere so far. Yep. Uh, That's the thing. That's the thing that's really infuriating to me. Like, going into this trial, I didn't exactly have expectations of genuine justice being being brought down. But I did have slivers of hope about, like, you know, some charges or some probation. Yeah. Something. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just like, which, which a lot of that for me was um, was taken away the moment that he threw out like the one charge that that the kid was just like objectively guilty of like how could you to argue with it would be to argue with like the progress of time it's like no 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 no, no. he was 17 he was 17 at the time having a gun he shouldn't have had and they were like uh and but like, like we, we know the like, dude who bought the gun like he bought it on vacation yeah. To shoot the next year at on the same trip or whatever when he was 18, like, and his buddy bought him the gun. Like, we have on paper the other criminal who bought him the gun and gave it to him. Yeah. Like, it's, crazy. it's fucking horseshit. The whole thing has a paper trail that is known and valid. Yeah. And yet, not only was he, did he not see any uh, justice for that charge, was, was that not brought, it was dismissed outright. It was dismissed. It was to, a jury was not even given the opportunity to vote on the objective facts that he broke the law. And speaking of uh, 
you know, up just dismissals outright from the jump of this whole thing over the last two mm-hmm. weeks um, is what I think is the most heinous thing to be overlooked, uh, you know, even outside the realm of, like, what happened in Kenosha and all that was the week or two before at the CVS, that video. Oh, my, okay, I'm glad you brought that up. Jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I had my AR so I could, like, shoot those people, and it was just some black people leaving a CVS, not running out with stolen property, black people leaving a CVS. I didn't know, I, I, I don't know. Shoot them, I wish I had my gun. I was told it had something to do with looting. I could be wrong, but even if it, what I saw even walking out of a CVS, and that's fair. And 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 quite frankly, even if they were looting, I still just like I fundamentally okay. So let's let's give these fuckers everything that they're like alleging for why this was dismissed. I'm still uncomfortable with the idea that we're we're just. You know, it's okay if you see somebody break the law. It's like, well, I gotta kill that motherfucker. And let me yeah, say, what? excuse me? Let me say, you need to here. what now? You yeah. don't need to judge dread this. Who are you? I do want to jump in for for the sake of charity uh, and say that while the people in the CBS video were black, the people he shot and killed were not black in Kenosha. So I understand that people on the other side are sort of trying to find a middle ground here are saying, like, how can you say this is about white supremacy when he didn't even, like, murder black people? Right. Missing the point, in my opinion, that the whole thing is about the system and the fact that if he were black, how differently this would have gone. He would right. not have made it to court because he probably, or at least very possibly, could have been killed on site. Well, and a right. friend of on mine... Top of, on top of the fact that the, 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 the people that were there, like, doing the protesting, you know, like, the people yeah. that he killed were specifically there about like racial issues and about like recent shit that had happened recent racial injustices yes. that had happened so like i mean it 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 has race all over it and then just like any time that it is remotely like they're just like how can you say that it's like what are you talking about how can i say that because it is, it is fundamental to the story you're missing basic facts if you don't consider this like it's just it's like the exact same argument that the republicans make when they're drawing maps, and they're like, you told us not to consider ways. Yeah. Okay, but, like, fuckers, <laughs> there has to be some consideration, at least just, like, with the social demographic and makeup of the place that you're drawing lines for. Like, I'm not saying, like, fuck. And they're like, oh, no, like, colorblind, we get it. It's like, no. That's- yeah, I was just saying, even that falls under the, under- the, the umbrella of, like, I don't see color, and it's like, <laughs> exactly. mm, you need to, you, right. know, you have to recognize it without, that doesn't mean fucking prejudice and hate, it just means, hmm, the system is the way it is towards certain races, and Ooh, blah, blah, blah. that is important to see, you can't you use the word colorblind, and all of a sudden, you're fucking not a racist, did I ever right. tell you guys my personal story with the, co- the colorblind thing? No. <laughs> no. I don't, I don't think so. And if not, we certainly have it on the show, so continue. I have this distinct memory of myself in, like, fifth grade-ish. I was, like, straight up nine-ish. Uh-huh. And we were leaving the public library in Mountain Brook, which is the kind of very white, rich suburb of Birmingham that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. And the janitor was a black man. And I remember somehow initiating a conversation with my mom about how I didn't even notice that he was black. <laughs> this nine-year-old 
<laughs> all person. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's, that's really, really absorbed that. Really absorbed that cable news while you were hanging around in the kitchen before dinner, didn't you? Oh. <laughs> lots, of, lots of rush on the on the radio during like weekend afternoons while Dad paid the bills. That so. was. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. But I didn't even I didn't even notice that janitor was the only black. I didn't even and it was like at a certain point I started to think, huh, this guy, he might be like a person. You know, with like thoughts and feelings and dreams and aspirations and like he's not that furniture. Let's also I do want to But he's like he's like not like me. You know, he's not like me, but it's like like he kind of is? Yeah. I don't know. I don't Mom, help me tease this out. I don't I right. got a cook in my nine year old noodle right here. A cook of my nine year old noodle. God damn it. <laughs> um Yeah, but I mean of course it's awful. It 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 I think uh, it's it's annoying to me that it's like we live in an age that is so much yes, everyone's connecting it to all the protests and the context in which it happened, but we also need to connect it to the context of like fucking mass shootings because that's what yeah. the guy who admitted to shooting him on the stand said, which I think is like super valid. Right. When a right. youth walks in with a weapon like that, yeah. I think it's fair, given this country's history over the past 20 years, to think, oh shit, maybe this kid's about to try to kill everyone he sees. Like, <laughs> right. which, like, that is in no way, shape, or form. Why else would the kid have the gun? Like, he's not hunting. He's right? Gonna, like, and then they come to the whole, like, well, it's legal for carrying open firearms. Not for a fucking 17-year-old, it isn't. <laughs> well, and then even broader than that. Well, yeah, technically... And, like, again, look at how, like, I literally saw a TikTok uh, experiment that happened to be on TikTok um, where they just literally did the exact same thing in the same place. Uh, so the same laws were exactly the same with a, and a just adult white What do you mean they did the same person. thing? Like a person just walked around with a gun in yes. Kenosha? No, no, not in Kenosha. But, like, and they did this, this little experiment was in the same place, like the same city. Okay. So it was, like, the laws are the – the, the – uh, whatever static variable or whatever were the laws. open carry shit yeah that was legal it was straight up legal to walk around with an ar style weapon in this town uh and the black a white guy did it cops showed up and were like hey man like why you got that gun what's going on here bud like you know and then a black guy did it instead of one cop car four pull up within like a minute they have him on the ground handcuffed with a cop grabbing the gun and they point guns at him the second they get out of the car and it's like Hmm. So yeah, <laughs> is it legal? Like, is can you even say like, "Oh, I just had it gone." <laughs> also, like, yeah. I mean, one obviously that speaks to all the privilege of the situation there, and also weird. for for Kyle. But like, it's it's all it's all even even if even if somehow that like there wasn't privilege to be considered here it's like yeah i mean that's just a good reason not to have open carry laws because yeah, exactly. if you are walking around with a gun that is visible i think it's fair for everyone else to assume you're a threat like yeah. <laughs> and right, it, but that's exactly like that's what they want that's the shit that like gives them the biggest high is like walking around with weapons and just being i could kill any of you fuckers and like allowing that to make you feel like a big man yeah, exactly. it's, it's like it's fucking the the neuroses involved 
and like that being brain. your particular uh I'm I'm going to call it a kink frankly oh. because like if that's something that you're into like you have a fundamental thing wrong in your brain where you need to feed something incredibly dark and you need to you need to seek help about that because that's not a natural inclination to want to go around and be like you see this thing on my hip you know because of in an absolutely insane history of gun violence in this country that you could be next right and it's good is- I'm glad I made you feel that way. <laughs> like, holy shit! Oh no, you're awful. And then you're you awful. And you that. saw it a lot in the in the testimonies of like the Charlottesville people that are getting like sued. They were specifically telling like a bunch of people were like, "We'll bring our weapons." Like, no, don't bring weapons because we like want them to fight, and they're not going to fight us because they're scared of us with our weapons. It's like, oh wait, so you acknowledge the fact that you're just being scary? When, like, when you're holding these things, things that people have, like, an absolutely, like, great reason for being terrified of. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, this is not an irrational fear. You have a weapon, and you're being generally threatening and with my it. thing, is, too, is, like, if you were to say that to them in, you know, any yeah. same setting where their response is basically, like, well, everybody has that right. Yeah, everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. did it. And then, like, of course they wouldn't. Like, right, right, well, and, and it's also like, well, but b- but buddy, not everybody gets a fucking boner for this shit, right? And, and that's true. Is you and would you actually be comfortable with everybody having a gun? No. Yeah. Look what happens when when in the civil rights movement, black people tried to arm themselves. Like, right. That's when the Republicans went against the NRA to try. You know what I mean? Yeah, to yeah, really uh, legislate. Ooh, ooh. Oh, okay, but like, they, the one know, good if we gun. have guns. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's with these open carry, like with the precedent set for these open carry laws and this judge being able to just like uphold them so blatantly, mm-hmm. it is going to like, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, oh man, this is like, this is a very clear example of how it's just pushing us closer to the edge because now, oh, everyone's going to show up to a protest with a gun in an open carry state because if you're going if whatever side you're on right it's like both sides are arming and if one side you now know holds up a hero they're going to iconify fucking kyle and then everyone's going to want to bring a weapon to everything and then all the leftists are going to go well i'm going to bring a weapon and guess what that's how you end up with a skirmish in the middle of your city and that's how you end up with riots across the country followed by more skirmishes you know, it's just like that's a good point because, like, I mean, I mean, the prosecution put it best when they're like, "You cannot claim like self-defense during a crisis that you fucking created." Okay, and that's so important because, again, this is coming up in like the Charlottesville cases. I think that premeditation to like offer self-defense should be illegal because you know what you're fucking doing. And that's exactly what Kyle Rittenhouse was doing when he's sitting there, like going into it being like, I just had this gun for what purpose? (laughs) Nothing. I'm just protecting myself with it (laughs) and like the business and stuff. When, when you can like prove in court as they have with like the Charlottesville people that they are in contact with one another being like don't bring brass knuckles or anything because then we can't self-defend this shit and it's like what 
damn this you. is not how self-defense is supposed to work yeah i i feel like it is really you know similar to like the the part of of like the murder laws where it's like there's like a heat of the moment type like you know that versus premeditated I think the self-defense has to be like a, a heat of the moment. No, it absolutely thing. does. So and if you can prove something that seems like motive and being like, I, I, I am motivated to kill somebody and then claim self-defense. Like at that point, it's just premeditation. <laughs> it's just premeditation. It's just premeditation of your inevitable defense. Like, oh God. And to me, that's as good as, I mean, I don't know. It's almost like they act like you have to go with their with the intent to kill somebody in particular. Like you have to be thinking about killing a specific person. It's like, what are you talking about? That's not how mass shootings usually work either. And I, I mean, like a lot of times, just like fucking random. I do think part but of this is like no person in their right mind would accept a defense of like, oh, well, I didn't go there to like kill billy billy just happened to fucking be there billy was just it's, there that's not a, that's not a, 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 a fair defense god. well you know god can't allow evidence that will show that this kid wanted to kill somebody for being involved in like these protests and what he saw as like riot yeah the fact that the judge wouldn't allow all this evidence to be shown i but, also yeah. think there was like a situation i mean there were many f- fucking not good things involved in that jury selection <laughs> involved in that Endless. judge but like one of my roommates said this the other uh last night actually when we were like just talking about the acquittal and i thought uh, it was like a really good like a really good line which is like it's really about who survived that situation because yeah. because because he managed to kill two people it's like if the guy who right. went at him with a skateboard had hit him in the head and kyle rittenhouse had died yeah what is what is your defense the dude had a gun, so I swung my skateboard at his head so he wouldn't kill me. Yeah. And that's a self-defense case. And that is a real self-defense case, and that mm. would have probably gone fine for that dude. He probably would have not gone to prison because, like, it's hard to argue with that. But because yeah. he well, ended just, up I dying, it's know. like Kyle got to switch it around and be like, he was coming at right. me with a skateboard. Right. And right. Then, especially since Kyle Rittenhouse had already killed someone by the point that the guy showed up and, like, jump-kicked him and had skateboard and all that. Yeah. Right. When it would have been perfectly reasonable to perhaps think that this was like an active shooter situation, right. or which it was, which it is, yeah. yeah. This is a mass shooting. Um, and 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 on top of that, the fact that you literally had one of the survivors like talking about what the kid was like that night and like what kind of state of mind he was in. And then everyone was like, oh, that poor kid. Mm -hmm. And it's just like every time, like that's the thing that I feel so fucked up about. He was already organized before the court case. This only confirms it. Absolutely. It's the gun gun couple from like two years ago, whoever was standing up. Showed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Showed up. This is the next version of them, but more impactful probably. And then Karen. But guys, we could talk about Kyle Rittenhouse all day. We could. We could. Should we talk about Belarus? The last thing I want to say about Kyle Rittenhouse because I meant to say it last week and I didn't, is that the uh, the thing about his waterworks, I don't buy it. But let's, again, give them everything, full full reasonable doubt. Let's say that he was yeah. actually crying. Who was he crying for? 
that's what makes the most difference is that like if you if you look at the moment that he like broke down it's it's basically the moment where he realizes i'm fucked you know and i'm like i don't care if you're fucking crying for yourself if he's having an effect on them it was for him yeah that's side eye yeah. Well, it's, Chris, it's, you mentioned yeah. Belarus. I do think that's good. Uh, maybe a brief word, though, and I know I'm a brief word, please. Trying to suggest scheduling, or um, or Paul or goes, as Terry Gross said, Belarus. Look it up. She does it very well. Uh, Paul Gosar also. I mean, that's kind of old news at this point, but mm-hmm. it finally just happened that he actually got censured. Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm an, I'm out of the loop on that story. Can you film me? Yay! <laughs> Let's explain the stupid story to Chris. <laughs> Paul Gosar, right? Like, explain no, to me and the audience who is Paul Gosar, etc. Harrison, you're probably the best for that part. Okay, Paul Gosar <laughs> is. I want a... the video. <laughs> what? Explain Paul Gosar. I want to explain the video. <laughs> explain Paul Gosar. Okay, Paul Gosar is a um. He is a member of the house from the good state of what state is he from? I was gonna say that's why. I, so he's a Rudy. congressman. <laughs> no, Arizona. I, I I was fairly certain it was. Uh, that was my first hunch. Arizona, um, fourth district. God, bl- well, no, God, don't bless him. Um, but <laughs> Paul Gozar is just—he's—he's he's a crazy person. Like yep. I mean, he—he—he he, he is one of those. He has frequently featured family members on like network television being like yeah we don't fucking know what happened to him man like dudes nope. dudes off the rails Wait, like, what? anymore he's gone yeah in on trump and q and he's gone full on like Marjorie showed up Green, all that. showed up to like a, a not a, like a fairly well-known i mean it's like one of those like uh uh lipstick on a pig white nationalists like conventions you know where they try to make it seem like nice and clean cut yeah to be like a fucking fascist uh he like spoke at one of those and like oh dude but like no no this is like this is like uh uh identity europa this is like a fucking like frat for white supremacy this is a good place to uh he was just like yeah trump won the election so yeah, that's your backstory. So he's just a congressman who's super pro-Trump, and even his family has betrayed him on that front. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, and then about two weeks ago now, he or more likely someone on his team or something, I don't know, but from his official Twitter account was a <laughs> oh god, an incredible video where <laughs> it, it's footage taken from the anime Attack on Titan. It is. It's the opening. Oh, it's the no. intro of Attack on Titan. Wait, this is starting to I, I ring a bell. Please keep going. Attack, right? <laughs> and I do know what I saw. And it's yeah. Paul Gosar's face on, like, the character, zipping around, and then murders Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's yes. face on a character. What, what, the, one of the Titans. Swords. What the fuck? One so of he the Titans the face. Him killing oh, yes. a fellow member of the house. Oh my god. How did like what boggles my mind sometimes with Congress people doing this particular type of shit and I guess Cong- uh, Congress not being the first but Trump really being the first to like embrace like meme meme violence. I don't even know what to yeah. call it, but like it's just like you know you got to like see these people on a regular basis, right? Like you're just like putting yeah. this out yeah, there yeah, on the yeah. internet and it's just like this is so hostile like, for someone morning. you're going to work with. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh hey there. It all oh, did you, oh, three million views. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty neat. My 
my team's pretty talented. Yeah, That's the best part is that the caption was like, I've got a pretty talented crew over here. And then when he was questioned about it on the floor, which is great because he got like redressed. Like that's what the story is, is that like he got yelled he got at by censured. Nancy. Yeah. Well, he, got, he got censured by Congress. The first yeah. So you have to just stand there and take it for a while. What is, so what does that mean when you get censured? You just have to so get yelled at? So when you get at? censured, do you want me to explain or do you want to go, Jay? No, go on. You're the, you're the Congress in, insider. Uh, when you get censured, I mean, there's degrees of it. And, like, it, it depends on, like, what the what the what they decide to, like, do with it. But uh, you get, like, stripped of your committee assignments. And then you have to stand in the bowl and just be like chastised by the speaker. Wait, for really? A period of time. Yes, dude. It's like a hear ye, hear ye. Like town idiot shit. situation. Yeah, it. it was on CNN. It's, it's, hot. Hot. So it's, a, it's a literal public shaming. <laughs> it's I, a public fucking shame. It is a ding, 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 shame. <laughs> on uh, committees and just got dragged. I, Fucking love that. So wait, you're saying this is, but it also like the. Is this like the first time this happened, or like the first time this century, or some shit? In a while. (laughs) It's definitely, it's definitely been a minute, but like, I mean, this happens like fairly often, and you can go back and read some of the older ones, and they're really funny, because they're basically like, because the chair has time to like write something. (laughs) It basically becomes like a roast almost, but like with really smart people language. <laughs> it's just like a nerdy roast. <laughs> um, so this Madison, what you just said than... is the most insanely idiotic. Uh, but then his like little defense, because I guess he gets like some kind of like rebuttal or something. Yeah. Uh, not during it. Like you do have to stand there quietly and take it. And then I think you can like say a little like word after or something, <laughs> okay. which is supposed to be like apologetic. But instead he used it to be, a, I didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. We were trying to appeal to a younger generation. Oh my God. <laughs> that's what, he, yeah. that's what he, like, he's trying to get the kids into fascism. Other Republicans on it. And like their whole point is just like, look, liberals you're not in touch with the youth we are yeah. and we got yeah. these young people that love these animes that was their whole they, fucking defense My they God. love these cartoons because young said. young fascists just figured out that attack on titan involves fascism and exactly. <laughs> right it's like the wrong message i assume <laughs> oh my god it couldn't be more opposite it's <laughs> and then yeah and then they were like actually we were making a point about immigration and how we need to stop the immigrants yeah like, yeah because yeah. well a person of color you fucking in the me. in the video it like cuts yeah uh it like cuts in a bunch of footage which like i think is supposed to look vaguely patriotic and like there are people out there like protecting us from the hordes but like there, it's, it's like footage from like the people on like horses. And it's like, oh no, that imagery is not associated with good stuff right now. Actually, like it's really, really bad. Like kind of yeah. getting people PTSD, like flashbacks. <laughs> like for, for listeners who may not be aware of this story, a lot of our border patrol in the southern United States have literally been whipping migrants as they cross into like, the u.s like, like sitting on a horse recent. whipping them yeah. so horse police like imagery on a plantation it's right and they're yeah, showing and in cut within attack on titan is like basically footage of like the moments before that and yeah. so they're still chasing people down like on horseback and it's like 
I'm sorry, are the people on horses supposed to be the good guys? Right. Because they look scary. You know, that's their They look pretty villainous from where I'm sitting. It's right, rip right from their playbook. So that one was a story that I felt we had to discuss. No, I'm I'm glad you brought it up. I actually knew I knew about the meme because someone had mentioned it to me, but it had just like I had no idea. I was like, all right, some asshole made a meme with AOC and I'm not going to pay attention. So I'm glad you told me. No, it's a fire story. <laughs> it's it's well, it has a happy ending, I suppose. Vaguely. Maybe not. He didn't he didn't learn nothing, so like I don't know. You know what? At least injustice was handed down, which was nice to see this week when so much wasn't. Oh yes. <laughs> Though I will say, while it's it. not a happy thing, mm-hmm. uh, Belarus is oh, doing have, a I weird a... thing. Oh, yeah, uh, Belarus is weird right now for sure. Do you wanna do you wanna do another quick story first, Harry? It, oh, it's it's an update on the story from last week. Uh, apparently, senates are the same all over because uh, the after the Chilean House brought articles of impeachment against the president. The Senate squashed it. Oh, good. Uh, good, good. So that's not good, but a little light at the end of the tunnel is that they hold elections tomorrow for, like, everything. I'm sure they'll um, be and fair. And, and, well, you know, hopefully. We'll see. We'll see. Kata, do you have an update uh, for us? I haven't checked Twitter, like, all week. I tweeted the other day, and I think that's the most I did online. <laughs> but I know we have a Chilean listener who might be able to tweet some uh, some chilean government knowledge at us one of one of these days if you haven't already if you have i'm sorry well she's well yeah <laughs> no, she's she's been messaging me oh and good she gave a crash course on uh <laughs> so wait so what's chilean the uh, so is there like is the election tomorrow connected to the fact that they're like rewriting their entire constitution or are these separate things these are they, these are separate these are just like the normal uh okay constitutions and like i guess the house's point in trying to impeach the president was like it doesn't fucking matter like yes of course we hope that he gets ousted but like our government's about to be like totally transformed (laughs) but also yeah our government's about to be totally transformed and like here's all of the evidence of all of the crimes which he is just like absolutely guilty of here's the paper trail like he was he was majorly implicated in the Pandora Papers, wow. you know. <laughs> like he was like one of the top dudes. They're like, oh, here it is. Here's everything. He's just like, uh, uh no, <laughs> <laughs> and and the the house is like, nah, dude. Like you you gotta get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Not sufficient. The uh uh-uh uh wasn't convincing enough. No, you gotta no, get out no, of here. No. Well, I want to uh, talk so, yeah. about some autocrats Thank elsewhere. You. Um, as you might have surmised, listener, it's Belarus, because I've said Belarus a few times. Um, what's, like, scary and interesting, and, and a lot of people are now starting to talk about it, even though it's been going on now for a couple weeks, is how Belarus is, like, effectively weaponizing the refugee crisis in Europe. And what's extra scary about that is that it's, like, from a macro level if we remove human empathy from the situation and we're playing right. a game of risk, this is That's a, right, right, right. This is a very, very smart strategic move. With this is what this is what a computer would do. Yeah. If you ask, you're, you type into computer, help me solve problem with 
Europe. No longer <laughs> respecting me and me have bad human rights. Help me ignore yeah, And the cure's like, got it, dude. I got it. Tell all these, like, these, these people that need your help, tell them to go somewhere else and then just, like, absolutely flood their system and then play the Putin, like, see, we are not actually different, you and I, because... So let's actually briefly for the listener, just so just so you know this situation, Belarus has a lot of refugees in the country right now. And this is not by accident. Belarus is like literally setting up like visas, (laughs) visa programs in like Beirut and Syria and Iraq and, and Iran. And having people come to Belarus specifically so they can push the the new like migrant refugees in their country into EU borders. So the issue is they've basically gone over to the border with Poland. They've had the you know the Belarusian government soldiers, police, whatever, have cut the fence and are pushing not like a big hole in the fence many little holes in the fence and they are like sending belarusian migrants to the polish border which is this weird like double problem because poland while it is an eu country and while it is a democracy it has the u.s problem which most democracies also have right now which is we're kind of veering towards autocratics you know, systems. Um, And the autocrats seem to be winning. And Poland is also becoming increasingly autocratic. So in response to fucking Lukashenko autocrat weaponizing refugees and sending them into the EU, Poland has sent their soldiers to the border and they're putting out on the news that like, hey, these, you know, all the shit that Trump said about Mexican migrants, Poland is saying about these migrants coming from Belarus who are really from you know, the warring areas of the Middle East and stuff. And it's just like, fuck, dude, wrong move. Because you have people who are, like, starving, showing up in Polish families' backyards, and you're telling them, like, these are, like, evil, you know, criminals or diseased or whatever, and it's like, no, they need help. And what's, like, scary to me is how they're effective at this messaging as far as getting it out there and affecting the general populace of Poland, what is a weird, like, silver lining or ray of hope, which I think is, like, always one of those nice moments when governments are really shitty in situations like this. Polish people who live at the border, independent of the government, are, like, putting together mutual aid programs, basically, to help all the refugees crossing over. Because when you actually see whole families starving and camping in the woods behind your house... You want to help them, like, because yeah. if you're not a monster, you're like, oh, maybe those people need some water. Like, <laughs> that's where the computer, like, in all of its gamesmanship, like, falls short in humans. Actually, like, luckily there is that goodness in enough people in most places to like at least provide some aid. Yeah, I have miscalculated your ability for empathy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but but the computer was dead on with uh. <laughs> Lukashenko and his people's lack of empathy to like perpetrate and carry out this just like most diabolical of schemes. This is a Bond villain level scheme. It's like you're like, literally I will overwhelm taking the borders, Mr. Bond. Hundreds of thousands of people's pain, and this will get like the refugee crisis we all know at this point is going to get worse and worse for everyone everywhere on the planet. 
and now that this has been introduced so effectively on like a, nat- a geopolitical stage, it's like, oh shit, all the autocratic countries yeah. are going to start weaponizing the refugee crisis now. Well, and <laughs> and like and backing each other up because like you know damn well that like Putin is involved in this. Yeah. You know, like his, his grubby little oh, fingerprints yeah. are all over it. Trump's it's too evil to not. Like... He's just like we are the buddies. You hate democracy. I hate democracy. What was? Well, it's also like you know, Lukashenko did just like very obviously lose the election. He just won because mm-hmm. of how like just yeah. no one wins by eighty percent or whatever he said he won by. But like, yeah. it's also just known that. In the aftermath of that, he's he's been getting consultancy from Russia. Like, Russia yeah. has sent police officers to help, like, train the Belarusian, like, you know, security and police forces. And Russia yeah. is helping out with certain, like, there are little bits of advice that you can see that Putin has nailed in Russia that have just started happening in Belarus. Like, no yeah. longer does Lukashenko do mass arrests because Putin probably hopped on the phone with him and was like, hey, dude mass arrests don't work you need to arrest a small number of people scare the shit out of them scare the shit out of the populace by making an example of this smaller group and then everyone feels like lucky and happy that they didn't get arrested but if you arrest a shit ton of people then the whole country ends up against you and lukashenko's following that advice and it's fucking probably working it's hard to know because it's not like Lukashenko's sharing with the world whether his country likes him or not. I'm sure most of them don't, but like. <laughs> I would love to have some Bella, Belarusian. I would love a very like open, like about information, a very open autocrat being like, like doing all this shit and then being like, well, the people, you guys really don't seem to like me, but shucks. I think this is good. <laughs> Guys, I really but gosh like darn it. I have a vision here. <laughs> yeah. It's very yeah. centered yeah. around me. Yeah, I am I'm like Paul Thomas Anderson and you're uh, just a producer who's trying to mess with my vision. <laughs> you're, like, you're never gonna get licorice pizza if you keep having opinions. I am an artist, actually. So <laughs> Where is Adrian Brody? I am an Brody? artist of human misery, <laughs> and you're just trying to stop me. I'm actually the Joker. I'm an artist with death. God. And you're Commissioner Gordon in me right now. It's no surprise that, uh, of course, in a situation like this, Lukashenko, and to your point, Chris, the, the rise of authoritarianism globally mm. bonkers and comes with that naturally more and more is just straight up lies from the top and covering up information that's uh fucking upsetting well and it's 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 weird it's i guess it's upsetting in a general sense and i agree but especially when you're like for us coming from the u.s perspective it's like the u.s can't do that like even if we become autocratic the u.s is not in a position geographically or just like societally to weaponize the refugee crisis we're going to be on the receiving end of that weaponization where we just like can't you know it's Uh, like uh, what are uh, we gonna uh, do uh, push people into mexico it's like no that's not gonna work what are we gonna do push people into canada i mean sure but then canada's like (laughs) fine 
Like, whatever. It is, it is being weaponized, though. It's just being weaponized against us. Ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Oh, One yeah. part of the country is weaponized to get against well, the other. And it will get weaponized state to state. Like whole, Basically, whole states are going to have to move their populations over time. Yeah. Not at once, but over time. And that's going to... That's intra-country that's refugee. But yeah, yeah you're going to have obviously. governors fucking with other people because they're like, I don't want the refugees from, I don't know, Texas. So like, I'm going to send them to, you know, I'm the governor of Oklahoma... I can hardly keep it together with all the other crises that keep popping up. I'm going to push my Texan refugees into Missouri, who's then yeah. going to freak out, and maybe they'll send their, you know, like, who fucking knows? It's going to get so weird when that shit starts to happen, because and the, what are yeah, governors going to do? We're like, we're like three years out. <laughs> the unspoken X factor here is climate change. Like, the, uh, the number of migrants is not going to be slowing down. No. Like, climate change will bring new you know, incredible exponential amounts of migrants that just need somewhere to fucking go where there's, you know, any sort of livable land. And, like, I don't know if, you know, the coasts end up being just, of of the U.S., I mean, end up being, like, migrant wastelands in 30 years, and, like, there it becomes Attack on Titan vibes or something with, like, or whatever from the video where, like, they're on the other side of this wall and like we're not letting them into the US ethno state. Like it's fucking terrifying. It is yeah. well, I mean, I'm honestly like, letting them into the US. I'm, I'm worried about that. I'm also just worried about people coming from like like for example, like California is not no one who lives here really is gonna this isn't gonna be a place you can live in thirty years. Right. So like that's forty million people who are gonna go to other places in the US. Like w- without even thinking about like immigrants coming to the u.s there's just going to be exactly american like, migrants who are just like american trying to get to the great lakes <laughs> there'll be state state migrants it's gonna be insane oh it's gonna be horrible oh man you know what's gonna be weird is like michigan having a crazy amount of power like yeah all of them's like kansas topeka is going to become like the biggest city in the country <laughs> and it'll be like the slums of topeka will be so violent like oh god gonna be awesome here but what is that i think we bring a little hope into the world (gasps) a little hope this fellas is an old-fashioned sweet tater pie oh welcome to Uh, it is pie yes i will be as pressure harrison talks about fucking pie (laughs) well i'm not gonna fuck the what is this american pie i ain't gonna fuck it I'm gonna eat it. Hey. Um, yeah, that's the only. I guess it is. Oh, wait, hold on. Old fashioned is trademark. That seems like horseshit to me. I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know that you could. God, I hate all of that shit. Is so bad. So it's it's another little guy, right? We've got a. This looks decent. Uh, the main reason that I picked it is because I am. While I like fruit-related pies, um, not a big fan of the the. Uh oh. Oh, we got ten minutes. All right. Well, you got to eat that pie so we can get to bad content, baby. I, I do got to. We eat got this Google's pie. ten minutes. Ten minutes left on our call warning before Google boots mm-hmm. us. I hate that. Very good. I hate that Google's doing that now. Well, then let's get right to this content, sirs. While Harrison's enjoying the pie, 
we're going to take a, a brief musical break and then we'll be back for bad content. going Harrison have you have you have you made a few more bites in that two second space I left after I said brief musical break not yet here's my here's bite number four. Oh, yo that's a big ass bite Joe you picked uh, you picked back content for this week I'll let I'll let you do the intro here hey gang Joe here um you know Joe Bean is my name and <laughs> "Quote unquote bad content." Yeah, we got nine minutes left, man. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, so the thing is, uh, as I was telling Chris before we started recording, though, uh, I hate that it's called bad content because this is some hot fucking content just with a lot of bad people in it, and it's the best. All right, Netflix has given us such gems as uh, "Too Hot to Handle," as has been discussed mm-hmm. on this show, and "The Circle" and stuff like that. It's time for sexy beasts. Mm. Sexy Beasts is a Netflix show that feels like it was thrown together in a weekend (laughs) in a set that they just weren't using for like Lock and Key or Bly Man or The Haunting of Hill House or something. (laughs) Basically, Mm -hmm. one person shows up as the like main character of each 20 minute episode and three people of, you know, that they would be sexually interested in or romantically interested in show up for brief dates and, you know, winnowing down in eliminations to finally get their very own sexy beast. Here's mm. the show is different and why it gets its name. Elaborate animal makeup. I'm talking prosthetics. I'm talking ridiculous makeup. Mm. In this episode, mm. of the demon, we have a yes. demon yes. going on dates with three gentlemen. A rock? A statue, a rock. The other one <laughs> There is a mouse, which is a very good makeup situation. A little mouse. A mouse. A twee little British mouse. Mm-hmm. And the last one is the baboon. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. I will say, and don't we just love the baboon? For all the for all the faults of any any dating reality TV show, and this show has pretty much all of them. The fucking <laughs> the fucking makeup is amazing. They like actually look like these fucking animals, and it's a yeah, little yeah, scary. <laughs> Well, it's not always animals, is it? We have a devil. Oh, that's right. We have we have Lucifer herself. Excuse me. They look like real beasts. Yeah, real <laughs> sexy beasts. Um, they can sometimes be a rock person. Yes. In one episode, there is an insufferable dolphin. Ooh. It's it's wonderful television. An insufferable I say, dolphin. I think Chris is very correct. The makeup is genuinely very good. I will also say the other highlight of genuine quality in this show is the narration from Rob Delaney, a <laughs> wonderful comedian. <laughs> he um, really just is on our side in this and just yeah. also realizes how awful these people are. I love are. that, by yeah. the way. Can I just say Netflix does this, it seems, with all of their reality shows, which I think Where is they their... they fun of the contestants. It's like they have a narrator that fucking like, yeah. seems to hate the show, which I uh-huh. love. Yeah, <laughs> It's a level. It's it is the perfect evolution of uh, 
you know, that type of like trash reality TV that's like, oh, well, like it's gotten to the point that like we do have to address the fact that like we do, we know it's stupid. Okay. We're in <laughs> yeah. on the joke. Don't think we don't get it. I think the progenitor of that, uh, where Netflix probably got all this as they got a lot of their vibes, like Harrison, you mentioned in the text about how British all the reality is facing these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love a lot Island. Of this, including that style of narration, from my understanding and experience, comes from Love Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. Love Island, that that. I love, uh, the narrator fucking roasts the shit out of these Out people. of all of them, and it's <laughs> great. I, It's also, like... I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not necessarily bothered by it. I, I, I just, there seemed to be a large amount of British cast yes, members. and that's very true of this show. But and, to get into this episode, Harrison, I know you've watched the whole thing. We only have a yes, minutes. Yes, my favorite part about it is that, like, the um, even though they're in costumes, they largely reflect, <laughs> like, the person underneath, like, the mouse. Well-picked costumes. <laughs> yes. It, um, is Twink derogatory? Can I say Twink? You can say Twink. Okay, the mouse is a Twink. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you see, you see, and without his, his makeup, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of, that, that was yeah. the mental image I kind of had. He is really a spiteful little Twink, because, like, bef- when he gets voted off before the makeup reveal of him, he's yeah. just like, you're lost. And, yeah, <laughs> and the two guy, other guys and the demon are like, "Wow, what a fucking asshole!" Yeah, and Emma as in her demon outfit, being like, "Even if he's the hottest guy in the world, I chose right." Fuck this yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, you see what you're missing, and she's like, "Yeah, you're hot. Bye." You're uh, yeah. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> Holy shit! Do you know how many good-looking people there are? Yeah, so many. <laughs> my main thing I love about this show is that Harrison is the whole idea of like. What are they going to look like? Is he really a gross fly? Like, no. Let me guess. Everyone's still wow, pretty hot. In their 20s. Yeah. And you're right every time. Yeah, it's just yes, like exactly. the reveal part like of it. Reveals and you're like, okay, hi, you're fine. Like the stone. I was I was rooting for the stone. But she she okay, so did ultimately pick correct with the baboon. <laughs> Uh, who was, of course, the lead singer of uh, uh, Dead or Alive, oh. uh, singer of You Spin Me, Right Round. Yeah. I think um, in a Sugar Ray cover band oh, wow. <laughs> in, in, in California where he lives. He's, he's so pretty. I was so he's happy. I, like, he took it off, and I was like, oh, my. Like, And, of course, Emma, our hero, our heroine, is gorgeous. She's a, a lovely, attractive woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe gonna be lucky to have, and versus like, of course they're all hot. Yeah, I was still rooting for the stone, and then you saw the stone, and you're like, oh, he's very attractive as well. Yes. <laughs> they they kind of they kind of pump fake us, you know? Yeah. Like this whole thing is just a ruse. Yeah, <laughs> I think they... well, that's the thing that's also great is it's the most meaningless reality show in the world. They don't. They I don't absolutely lie. agree, and there's something about that. person. As if they're in a relationship or something, it must take two a day and a half to film an episode. <laughs> Dude, and I can't stress this enough. It is mercifully short. Yes. It's like twenty minutes. Don't I was like, great. It <laughs> right. is like, you're watching a trailer for an episode of reality TV, and then it's over and you're like, yes. cool. Yeah. It honestly like um, this might be the best the most watchable bad content I feel like we've watched in I a agree. long time. I totally agree. Because <laughs> I can just I just threw it on right before I jumped on. And I was like fully, uh, I did advised too watching all the episodes. Literally you can watch 
There's two like six episode seasons. You can knock a season out in two mm. hours, maybe two and a half. Oh my god. It's a good You have a lot of Animaniacs to catch up on. But... That's fair. Animaniacs are also incredible. But exactly. this sexy beast is just a treat and a half. Yeah, if you uh, if you want some good bad content in your life, it's the way to go. Just some elaborate makeup, some idiots trying to be hot while they look like dragonflies and demons and all the sorts of things. Yeah. And then the lo- I love that they never act like they're all going to be hot. They always act like there might be an uggo. And of course, right. And then and then of course they're never in the show. Yeah. Chris? How is Netflix going to audition their future reality TV show casts? <laughs> You, I know for the circle, you just make a video and send it in because I'm considering it. <laughs> or, or you just be on a previous Netflix reality show. Right. <laughs> we would back you. I am getting. Uh, I apparently followed somebody that is now messaging me on Twitter and saying, "How are you? My name is blah blah blah. I'm so horny right now." What? And it is yeah. sending a lot of pictures. Uh, but we have one minute left. Chris, 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 leaderboards. Chris, how are we doing? What, what, a, Chris, we what a great transition from oh, yeah. you We're, getting uh, harassed uh, online. Yeah. What are the plugs while I look up the leaderboard? At, at, uh, at Joe Bean. Or is at, it Joe? At Joe underscore, underscore Bean. Bean. Yeah. Uh, at Joe Bean 280 on Instagram. At Joe mm. underscore Bean on Twitter. I would also, I would like to plug uh, Lyft. They're, uh, I'm going to be driving with them after this. They are offering two or three eighteen. Oh, well, the call's street. about to end, but so I'm glad we plugged Lyft at the end, at I least. I would like to also Motherfucker. Add, <laughs> uh, for the first time this week, the orange ones, they're pretty damn good. At, at Harry Stew. Um, I would like to plug He's running out the clock. <laughs> energy. We're not going to. Very delicious. Yeah.